Welcome, everyone, to the uh, Picayune post-game podcast following a 42 to nothing victory over Forest Hill in the first round of the 6A state playoffs. I'm David Burnett, joined with Slick, uh, Ricky Whitaker. So, Ricky, anytime you're playing in the playoffs, you know, the first round, you kind of expect an easy game somewhat. Picayune just didn't play very well. I mean, uh, the penalties were just terrible from the jump. Um, Coach Stogner mentions it in his interview today that you, I mean, tonight, as you'll have later in the uh, po- uh, podcast. But talk a little bit about the start Picayune had. It was only 14 to nothing at the half. Um, I just thought that, you know, this game was really, really sloppy. It was. It was sloppy day, but, you know, you had a team traveling three hours away. They were the four seed, a much improved team, as we mentioned during the broadcast and even in our, our um, preview episode this week. But what happens is, is, they take the open and kickoff back, and they take it all the way down to the Todd 17-yard line, and all of a sudden that, I call it the hope tank, it starts to fill up a little bit, yeah. and it stayed pretty full. And then the defense comes out, and they start playing pretty well, and then we start committing turnovers. So we started to add to that hope tank. And, boy, you, you kind of saw a little bit where maybe that last score before the half, we started to take a little bit out of their hope tank, right? And then we come out in the second half and dominated. But it was a sloppy game, as you said. Uh, we had seven penalties in this game and, and five of them in a hurry. I know that's not what Cody Steiner wanted to see. Uh, of course, I know we didn't have Mitchell Smith in the ball game, but we did do some good things uh, offensively when we weren't going backwards. Uh, Chris Davis, 18 rushes for 177 yards and a touchdown. Darrell Smith, six for 64 and a touchdown. Jeremiah Connie, probably one of his better performances at the fullback position this year. Uh, Clay mentioned in our broadcast that he was channeling his old uh, Darnell Smith a little bit there with eight rushes for 63 yards and a touchdown. Nike, seven for 90 and three touchdowns on the night. He was incredible, but the offensive unit for the tie, 39 rushes, 394 yards, six touchdowns, and a 10-yard uh, per carry average on the ground. So things turned around pretty well. Uh, Bray Robertson, 0 for 8 on the night, had some drops, uh, just didn't look good. Um, receiver and quarterback together, I think some good throws, just we weren't catching it very well. And honestly, we kind of looked like that in warm-ups. Uh, we, we looked a little sloppy in the warm-ups, and I think it carried over onto the field tonight. But overall, we took care of business, we advanced, and I think that's what you want to do. Yeah, you mentioned a couple things I want to hit on there. In halftime, and you say hope, and it's so funny you say that because I was in that halftime, and that was one of the things Cody Stodner, Coach Stodner mentioned was you give them hope. And if we come out there and turn the ball over and they score, it's 14-7, and they are in the ball game. You know, it's like 14-0, they're still in the ball game. So um, they brought a really great effort down here to uh, Picayune. I thought um, – the opening kickoff kind of set the tone. They kind of played slow. They slow played everything. Mm-hmm. But as a team, it's a heavy underdog, as you would expect, try to limit the possessions. We had the first quarter slick, one possession apiece and nothing, nothing. So it was kind of like a really slow – for us, it was boring. You know, like I'll just use that word. And then um, you mentioned on the penalties, like the penalties were just uh, – one of them we had, I don't know, what was it, like – first and 35 or something like that. We had two yeah. holding calls and a, alt, a false start or something like that. And Coach Steiner mentioned that. And, you know, you don't want to see it. And you mentioned special teams. We haven't seen anyone get returns like yeah. that back. Nope. I mean, so I mentioned to Coach Steiner, I don't know how you feel about that. If it's going to happen, this was probably a good night to happen yep. because we're going to play a team, Gula, that's probably, you know, we, we want to play Gula again. We'll touch on that a little bit. But 
you know, you possibly play in West Jones or Terry after that or George County. Um, and you're you're going to have to cover kicks better than that. I mean, I'd love to see Morgan kick it, and he kicked some good ones. Yep. But as you can see, sometimes they don't quite get there. No, uh, we, we saw some, some anomalies tonight because I, I mentioned it on the air with the broadcast. It, it, we had two very long returns. We had one touchdown that got called back, and this Cavett kid – Number three for them played a, a great game. Yeah. He was a good good return guy. Probably should have touched the ball a little bit more in the backfield because he looked pretty good doing that. But overall, man, defense was what was again lights out. I mean, we did not give up very much defensively. But I'll make one more um, comment about the penalties as an interesting stat. I believe it was our second drive of the night. We started on the five yard line. We ran ten plays. We were only on the twenty five. So that tells you a little bit about what the penalties were doing to the production. But we're opening up holes, and Jeremy Shesby made a good comment, too. You know, we, we know we didn't have Mitchell Smith. He's, he's far above what we thought he was going to be at this point as a sophomore. He's been incredible. But you got some valuable snaps for a freshman, yeah. right? So you got to see some guys come in and get some playoff snaps that you might need down the road. So that was good. But overall, man, defense was, was again, stellar. Uh, we had an interception. Uh, from uh, Kyler King tonight, uh, the outside linebackers, inside linebacker, the linebacker crew played incredibly well. I mean, everyone was trying to block. We we had double teams on on Monte most of the night, but that opened up the rest of the defensive linemen who also JB, had some great. Yeah. JB had a yeah monster game. Uh, Marion tackle, I think Clay uh, Marion Tyson, I think Clay had him for seventeen tackles maybe. Yeah. Every time the quarterback touched the ball, he was making a tackle there. And the outside linebackers, I thought Hickman played a great game. Yeah. Um, I mean, he he was he was stunting a lot, so they were in good positions all night on on defense, and defense really kind of carried it over, and uh, offense picked it up at the second half, got the job done. Correct me if I'm wrong, slick. I think they had two first downs, and one of them was from a penalty. Yeah. So I mean, you take that one offsides, and yep. they probably only get one first down the whole game, and uh, you didn't really want to see the starting defense have to play as long as they did, but. Uh, Hey, we get the shutout. It's always good to get the shutout. Um, we have it's it's really hard to get one because when you get up on a team, you can see when your twos and threes are playing somebody else's ones. Like we got to see last week, Hancock kept their ones yep. in, or or you just don't know what'll happen. But uh, I touched on uh, Nixon playing yep. as a freshman. I mean, yep. how big of a game um, is this for a freshman to get his first start? It's huge. I mean, in a in a first round playoff. It's huge, yeah, because the atmosphere and the fact that it's a four versus a one, none of that matters to those kids. It's it's still the nerves of a playoff game, yeah. and he got to experience that. So that was pretty interesting uh, to see that. And, and you know, again, he, maybe he was responsible for some of those penalties, but he still uh, got the job done, and we got away with a W, and that's all that matters. Well, we'll move to the second half before we touch on what's going to happen. Man, the second half, it seemed like they kind of flushed things a little bit. Like, I mean, the offense got going, and, man, I, I – I don't. I know we talk about him every week. Um, Chris Davis, Stanford commit. Montes, Florida commit. And you look at those two, and then, but when you see Naki play, I mean, he just. I, I don't. I just don't know why he's not getting more garner. Maybe he will. You know, I don't know who's talking to him. We don't know all those things and what's going on. But uh, man, he he was. A, he had another special night. He did. He, he had a great night. I mean, he was averaging. Just about 13 yards. When you look at those numbers that, that he had, 90 yards, he got 56 on one big long run, but then he was he was chipping away 
Um, and again, he the more involved he gets on the offense, he, he just makes him play better on defense. We've said that, but um, you know this is still a really good football team and a lot of a lot of things that that's played out here. We were 16 teams, we're down to eight now, and we're still alive, and that's what matters, right? Right. And I thought the distribution was pretty good. We got all yeah. our playmakers got the got the ball a good bit. Um, you've seen uh, Darrell get some carries at the end, and uh, kind of a little. Trick on, and I'm not, I'm, that's not a trick, but a little bit of a, a wrinkle that we hadn't really seen kind of a play call. Yeah, um, and Clay had mentioned that during the broadcast. I was pecking away here at my spreadsheet with stats, and I think I responded to the question he asked with something totally different that didn't even make sense. But he was asking about that play because it was like a deep, deep pitch yeah. from the wing position that takes a little longer to – and he broke the first one for 33 yards and then had another good, good run down here. So – I like that those wrinkles. I think there's probably several others yep. that we haven't ran yet. But you know, as we mentioned last time after the Hancock game, we got three dynamic guys yep. that can be on the field together at the same time. And boy, oh boy, that opens up a lot of doors. Yeah, and it's a lot to prepare for. Uh, I thought, you know, um, seeing Darrell get the ball, and it's just when you see Chris get the ball, you're like, man, why don't we give Chris the ball more? But then you, when you knock, he gets yeah. it, or Darrell gets it, and then. You throw in, you know, some some of the things we do wrinkles uh, to the tight end, to the uh, wide receivers, and stuff like that here and there. But it's like those three, you want them to get the ball every yeah. time, but only one can get it. And uh, it was good to see. I thought our distribution was really good, and because you know, as it gets later, you don't know how many how much we're going to call on those guys to play defense because all three of them could play some defense. But it's, it's got, you know, Peking's got to feel good about being able to use them more on defense now and have a lot of confidence in them playing either defense and offense. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and like you said, it's a good point. Knowing that we've got extra guys that we can count on like that on the in the offensive backfield, in case you do have to go to defense, it opens up us and makes us a whole lot more versatile. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I thought um, defense, I don't know what else you could say about them. I mean, you touched on everybody on that defense just about. Um, secondary didn't get a lot of work tonight. I don't even know if they tried to throw a ball maybe one time further than 10 yards. Uh, wasn't much. It was more of a lot of quarterback keeps with their big quarterback um, tonight. So, so, we take this from 42 to nothing. What's ahead for Picayune here? We got uh, – I know we had the final for uh, Dagula. Um, Hattiesburg, Gula took that seven to six, but um, not sure if we have a final for the Terry George County game. But no, we don't have a final yet. We've been looking for that one, but um, we know really who's going to advance at this point outside of those games. We know Picayune is going to play host to Gula. That's a team that we've played already in the regular season, and really you got kind of got to throw all of that out because we mentioned our ability to wake people up. I mean, we we beat this team fifty one to fourteen in a monsoon. Uh, down at War Memorial Stadium. So you can't really go back on that. They've kind of came alive since then. Um, and Coach Sims is a great coach. It's going to be a very well-coached team that's going to come back in here. And, and you can't really look at that and say, this is going to be another easier game. This is a team who just took down a pretty physical and athletic Hattiesburg team. But we get to stay home, and that's what, that's what matters the most. So we know we're going to be home next week against Gula. Uh, we know that Warren Central, looking at the the region two and three up north, Warren Central and Grenada are going to be uh, matching up. South Panola and Neshoba Central are going to be matching up. Really no surprises there. That's kind of what we thought would happen in those regions. But now we're kind of looking to see who's uh, West Jones going to play. Uh, West Jones handled uh, had 
Hancock pretty pretty handily tonight. They Hancock struck first six to nothing, and then West Jones scores forty one unanswered. And of course, uh, Hancock scores a little more at the end there, but um, pretty easy game there. So all the ones are still alive, and. Um, Boy, Terry was up, I think, was it 35 to 24 yeah. on George County? Uh, I liked Terry in this game. Darren Uzel liked Terry. I think everybody else thought we were insane, but Terry could possibly be uh, matching it with West Jones again, the only team who's come close to them in a 2 nothing loss. So that's going to be pretty interesting, too. But the way it's going to play out, we could look ahead a little bit. If West Jones wins next week, we have to go to Soso. We're, yeah. we're going to travel, and that's simply because of the way the seating is this year, basically the odd number seatings are going to be being host if we have equal seatings. So yep. with us both being ones, the three being the odd number is going to be same thing for one and two. Two is going to be having to go to one if you have two ones playing or the seatings are the same. So that's just how that's going to lay out. But um, would be interesting to look at how that game might could play out. But of course, as a Maroon Tide fan and broadcaster, we'd love to be home all the way on the road to Oxford, but we just got to make sure we take care of business. So Gula is the, the main topic next week. Well, Slick, I can't remember the year. It slipped my mind. I was trying to remember before we started, and I thought I would. But my first year helping coach, I was coaching junior high football, and we played Gula at their place, and we beat the snot out of them on national TV. They used to do those big national TV games. Went down there, I believe it was on a Thursday night, and we beat the snot out of them. And then you get into the playoffs, and back then there was no rule like so. It was if you didn't, if you like say Picayune hosted, Gula like Gula didn't host, then you would go to Gula if they won. It wasn't you know it didn't matter like if you finished your district. It's like now after, since that happened. If you win your district, you can't play a district opponent on the road no matter what. Mm -hmm. You know, so that wasn't always like that. So then we had to turn around in the playoffs, go play Gula, and they upset an undefeated Picayune team that had won state yeah. the year before. So I asked JB, and I asked, uh, I asked JB, I think, this question um, in our interview, you know, how, how does the senior leaders, you know, going to prepare for this? Because I'm if, if I'm coached, Stogner or, you know, Coach Feely or Coach Hayden, I'm playing that national TV game. It's, it's, they got it. Yeah. Playing it in the field house this week and, let, and then putting, putting a score that counted, really, and knocked that team out, you know, and, and saying, are you going to let that happen to us? You know, yeah. like, and I'm sure they got some kind of motivation to go, but I'm letting that play on loop all week, you know, like, had a, yeah, you know. I, I think that's a great point, Dave, and I think that the, the, the fear is, because, again, these are – these aren't grown grown ups, right? Right. Like me and you. I mean, they don't think like forty something year old men. They think like kids, as they should. And you don't want to be in a situation where it's like, well, it's fifty one fourteen last time we played them, and then the fans also were like, well, did we beat them fifty one fourteen? And now we don't have a good atmosphere here at home at Lee Triplet Stadium in the second round of the playoffs. You don't want to run into any of that. We need the fans to show up. This is going to be a big game. Yep. This is a very good football team. And we're going to have to play hard for four quarters to win this game. So I think that's a really good point you bring up. You cannot get caught up on what happened back then. Right? Yeah, maybe we need to play it on loop. Get uh, Diamond Productions to play this thing yeah. on, a, you know, just playing it out in the middle of Picayune and let, not letting this happen yes, again. Sir. We need to show up and show out next Friday night at Lee Triple Stadium and, and continue to, to cheer these guys on who are 
continue to do great things. Yeah, because this this is history right here. Yeah. I mean, slick. I mean, you got a chance to three peat like, and you can't three peat without winning this next one. So this game is the most important game to get there. So you, as fans, and and you know, first year we were critical. We did this. We were critical of the fans. They proved us like proved us wrong, but. We don't need to go back to that and say the fans take the week off because they think it's just going to be a cakewalk because I can promise you Coach Sims is over there playing the opposite of what I'm saying. Hey, I got beat by picking you in that year by this much and then turn around in the playoffs and put them out. So he's on the opposite side doing what, what we should be doing. So I want the fans to hopefully come, enjoy the game. Um, Come be a part of history because, you know, you don't know if this will happen again. Well, yeah, and he's going to tell his team this week, rain, rain, sleet, snow, or shine, we got embarrassed yep. the last time we played them. And they, they are going to be remembering that. So um, you're going to have a very motivated team making the trip down here next Friday night. Well, everyone, we're going to call it here. We went a little longer, but uh, good to get a little talk in here with Slick about uh, high school football. We're going to uh, – what you got? Your Sleep. interviews there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleep reminded me. We Mrs. Clay, man. Yeah, he, he, Clay usually does that. Yeah, Clay usually reminds me. And then uh, so on my interviews, I had Coach Stogner, and then I got Coach Tate. And I, man, I thought it was good to get him with a, uh, you know, shutout. You know, you're in defense coordinator, and Seth does what he does. He gives all the credit to the players. As You know, a lot of our coach staff – I mean, our coaching staff does it, and a lot of players around do it. But our coach staff always gives the credit to the players, and uh, I always like to hear them say that. And then uh, I got Amarion. I was in the field house first time I ever did it, so it's kind of loud. I hope it comes out good, but it was fun. They were cutting up, and uh, JB started cutting up, so I just grabbed him. So I got Amarion, and then went right back with JB. So, um, and I wanted to get a couple of senior leaders on that defense because I think that's what's going to carry us through. Well, that's two guys who had a great night. JB yeah, also did. had a big night. Yeah, JB I thought played fantastic. And uh, when he's going, him and Amarion are going. There's not too, there's not more funner kids to watch after they finish the play than those two because yeah. they love to finish the play. And uh, so if you haven't subscribed to the uh, app, do that. We got the talking ball, y'all. Uh, app you can get it on uh google play and apple you can go back and listen to the podcast gonna listen to a preview show and i'm assuming y'all may try to get coach sims if y'all don't try to get him uh again we'll have something on a preview episode with gula and we'll talk a little bit more about what's ahead for picking um this coming week and i want to thank everyone that listens if you didn't listen to the live broadcast you can get on the app go back and listen to every broadcast you can go back and listen to that rain thunderstorm back in war memorial stadium and that first district game this season if you want to and relive that one to prepare yourself for this one so we're gonna call it a night here from lee triplet stadium um good night and uh see you in the second round here um next week are you looking for a neighborhood cruiser a cart to get you from green to green or just a fun campground buggy then come visit the friendly staff at bayou buggies in poplarville We've got just about any cart to fit your needs. We can even custom build the cart of your dreams. Come see the guys who know golf carts because golf carts is all we do. Give us a call today at 601-746-9814. Visit us online at BayouBuggies.com or stop by our showroom at 1722 South Main Street in Poplarville. Bayou Buggies, a proud sponsor of the Talking Ball Y'all broadcast of high school sports in Pearl River County.
how do you unwind? Whether it's hunting, riding horses, or just sitting around a campfire, it's better on land you own. Southern Ag Credit can finance that land. Give our Gulfport office a call at 228-832-5582 or visit us online at southernagcredit.com. All right, I'm here with uh, defense coordinator, uh, Coach Seth Hayden. Coach, congrats on the shutout and moving on to the second round. Awesome. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Our defense, played, they played uh, great first half, second half, uh, not giving up any points. Uh, I mean, heck, I think we only gave up a couple first downs right there. So uh, our defense really bowed up, and they did what they were supposed to do. We're starting to pick at the right time. That's what you want to do. Coach, I don't even know who we play next week, but uh, as these games get tougher, and they will, What's some of the things you would like to see maybe a little bit? I mean, it's hard to say that when the team plays like it did tonight, but some of the things maybe you want to see a little bit better out of uh, the defensive unit next week. Well, i just like to see us communicate a little bit better. Um, that goes back down to the basic fundamentals that we always preach. You know, alignment, assignment, doing your job and communicating with your teammates, letting them know, you know, hey, what's the defensive call? What's the fronts look like? You know, where should we need to call our strengths and all that stuff? Just our, open up our communication, just base defense. That's what I think we need to just continue to work on. Well, Coach, congrats on us. I mean, anytime you can get a shutout in the playoffs is even better. Yes, sir. It's awesome, man. And give all the credit to those boys, man. Glory be to God. You know, just, man, it's a great time to be in picking. Congrats, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you. It feels good to buy local. Whether you're supporting your community's small businesses, family-owned restaurants, or Farm Bureau Insurance. The local agents at Farm Bureau Insurance are dedicated to always helping you protect what's important. Farm Bureau Insurance is headquartered right here in Mississippi with local agents in your community. If you're shopping for car, home, or life insurance in the Popleville area, call Kate Amaker at 601-795-4585. Or if you're in the Picayune Carrier area, call Robert Hester, Lane Kazan, or me, Ross Gilbo, at 601-798-2861. And go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau Casualty, Southern Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, Jackson, Mississippi. Around here, the tougher things get, the better we are. Because all around Pearl River County, you'll find people working together. Like your two hospitals, Highland Community and Pearl River County, working together with Forest Health to bring you health care that's coordinated and complete. We're here for you now, and you know we'll be here tomorrow. Highland Community Hospital, Pearl River County Hospital, and Forest Health. Two great hospitals, one incredible health system. All right, I'm here with a uh, senior... Uh Linebacker, Amarion Tyson, and I got. I'm in the locker room today, so it's kind of like I'm almost like the real press. I'm in the locker room getting an interview. Marion, congrats on the victory. Got a shutout. Always good to get a little shutout in the, uh, especially in the playoffs. I just want to talk a little bit about tonight. You look like I don't even know how many tackles you ended up having, but talk a little bit of something about uh, some of the things that Forest Hill was doing uh, tonight on offense. Oh, they were doing simple stuff. We've been watching film all week. D line doing their job. Thanks to the D-line, I was flying around making plays. If it weren't for them, I wouldn't be making plays. Amari, I'm talking, as being a senior leader, this is your third trip through the playoffs. Talk about some of the things that we need to improve on overall as a team moving on, because the games are going to get a lot harder. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, you see first half that uh, the offense wasn't doing nothing, but we came out in the second half doing, uh, doing what we had to do because we was behind the chain, 
we're not a team that's behind the chain. So we, we fixed the mistakes, came out in the second half and did what we had to do. Yeah, we had a lot of penalties. Coach uh, Stodner touched on those penalties in his interview. Just can't keep playing behind the uh, behind the behind the chains. I can't even say what's going on in here. <laughs> but uh, Marion, congrats on the win and good luck next week. You got Pascagoula again. This time we can't we can't take them lightly. Hey, all, all they need to know is all you need to know is we standing on business and we're gonna be ready on time. Hey, we're going to go roll right into JB right here. He done walked up. Ah, JB done walked into the interview. I'm going to do another one right here. JB, man, you was tearing the D-line up tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah, we the alphas. We the alphas. Hey, talk a little bit about uh, – I just touched on it with Amarion. Game's going to get harder. I know we beat Gula in the first time. We're going to get Gula again. And uh, there was – I can't remember what year it was, but same thing happened to Picayune. They went down there to Gula, beat the heck out of them just like we did coming to playoffs and Gula ended up putting them out. That team was undefeated that year. Um, so what do you think some of the things this team needs to focus on this week leading up to playing Gula? Uh, stay, stay focused and um, stay focused. Come out, come out high. Don't um, underestimate the opponent because that's what ha that could happen since when we know we did beat them. But can't just estimate the opponent and go in there with our heads up. You know what I'm saying? Go in there with our head, with our shoulders up instead. Of, so you think? You think some of the leader, senior leaders like you, Monte, Amarion, Brady, Naki, and Chris, y'all are not going to let that happen, right? Nah, we we big on it. We big on it, so we're not going to let nobody. We ain't going to underestimate nobody, so we're going to go in there and handle that business. Good luck next week. Thank you. Dungan Engineering is a unique force in problem solving in the state of Mississippi. They have offices in Brookhaven, Columbia, Picayune, and Macomb. Dungan Engineering has the capability to provide expansive and complex services to state agencies, local governments, utility providers, and national firms. They do this all while preserving the good neighbor attitude that allows them to be active members in the communities they serve. Their motto is service, strength, solutions. It's not just words, not just goals, and not just an outcome. Ready for faster internet and better service? Of course you are. And that's exactly what you'll get with Coast Connect. Coast Connect gives you blazing speed for faster downloads, streaming video, gaming, or working from home. And it's backed by top shelf service from local people you know and trust. Why wait? Get the speed you need with the service you deserve. Sign up today at coastconnect.com. Coast Connect, powered by Coast Electric. Bank with your hometown bank, FNB Picayune Bank. With four branches in Picayune, a branch in Poplarville and Wiggins, and soon to have a branch in the Keel. The name has changed, but the employees continue to be the same friendly faces, offering you the same great service. So do your banking with your hometown bank. All right, I'm here with head coach Cody Steiner, following 42-0 victory over Forest Hill. First off, coach, congrats on moving on to the second round. Uh, first half, I, a little sloppy. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> we stayed behind the chains and it was uncharacteristic of us. You know, we came out flat. You know, we weren't matching the other team's intensity. I thought Forest Hill came out with some intensity and fire under their butts. And, you know, they were getting after us, especially on the defense side of the ball. And we weren't doing them any favors by staying behind the chains. But, I mean, we've done some good things. we got to make plays when our numbers call. But, you know, picking footballs doesn't matter. You know, that's what I told him. It was flat out here tonight. You know, it doesn't matter if there's zero people in the stands or 10,000 people in the stands. We got to control our energy and our focus and our effort. 
And uh, we kind of let that get away from us tonight, but can't do that in do or die games. I mean, and, but the second half, I think we turned it around, and I was pleased how we responded. Yeah, I think, you know, they, they kind of got a lesson tonight that it just, just because of their record, they're going to come into playoffs and they're going to give you all they got. Um, coach, special teams tonight, we kick return coverage is what I want to hit on. Some of the things you may need to clean up with that. Uh, we just got to get better at it. I mean, we can't rely on – I mean, Morgan does a great job of bending them back deep and getting the ball in the end zone. But at the same time, when he doesn't, we got to do a better job of covering. And that just comes from lack of effort right there. And that's something we're going to we're definitely going to fix on Monday uh, because, you know, I expect us to be kicking off a lot. And, you know, we can't be giving up field position like that. And I, and I trust our defense to go out there and get us the ball back. But it's a whole lot better when they got to go 80 yards as opposed to, you know, whatever the first play was, 10 yards. So that's some that aspect we can clean up, you know. All three aspects we still can get so much better at. And good news is we got another Monday to do it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking in my head was at least it happened this game and we got time to clean those uh, mistakes up, which I know y'all will um, touch on that. We hadn't had that problem, so it was kind of like it just kind of blew my mind that we we seen that. And then get hats off to the kid. He could fly. They could fly, man. And, you know, they, they had a great setup. They, 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 they're, they're a coached well team. You know, we were just able to find some things that worked for us uh, throughout the game. But, you know, give credit to them. They had a game plan when we came to that, and they, they stuck to it. They did a great job. We've got to do better on our part. Just going back and watching the film on the sideline, we've got to do better at it. We didn't do a great job. We kind of took took plays off right there. So, like I said, you know, you're not ever guaranteed next week. Right now we're only guaranteed one more Friday. So the good news is we got Monday to get back to work and get it all cleaned up. I was just going to ask a little bit about your ninth grader filling in on the uh, offensive line. How how you think he uh... – Look, that's a big spot to have to come in and play. I think he did. A, I think he did a great job. I mean, we have to go, definitely go back and watch film. But you know, that's a lot to ask for a 14-year-old kid to come in there and play in the first round of the state playoffs in 6A. So, you know, I'm proud. Of, I'm proud of him. He didn't. He didn't shy away from anything. He had a great week of preparation, and I'm sure there was things that you know happened during the game that he's not quite used to. I'm sure the game was a lot faster for him. Uh, it's Jacob Nixon. So, he. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of him. I think, you know, going forward, he's going to do, he's going to get a lot better. But, you know, give credit to him for not just backing down from the challenge that was ahead of him. And, you know, and, and, and uh, I think that's going to make us better in the long run. Yeah, Coach, thank you. I thought second half we played great. And, uh, man, we get to move on. I don't even know who we play yet. I ain't even caught the score. You know, it doesn't matter who we play. As long as we come out and play with the energy, effort, and focus that we're capable of doing and play picking football, doesn't matter who shows up on the other sideline. We're going to be here on time. And if we play picking football, I like our chances. The good thing is we play here, so everyone come out Lee Triple Stadium for the second round of the 6A playoffs. Uh, good luck next week. Yes, sir. Roll Tide.